The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. This segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhals, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. So first off, what key do we have, Miguel? Oh, this is key two. Uh, Take action and make assessment. Yes, it is our going green, (laughs) our organic key, if you will. And uh, so we're at key two for the season so far. And then we have our uh, moolah word of the day, which has to do with economic growth. And we have an incredible show for you because we're going to, it's a recap show. It's going to be talking about the top scams of 2016 and what you need to do to prepare yourself uh, for 2017. Sounds like a great one. Yes. And we can also reference this week's breaking news segment that we had on the WhatsApp hack. Cool. WhatsApp hack. <laughs> 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 what's a hack? What's app scam attack? What's app hack? I'm like, they're all like these great uh, alliteration and assonance things. <laughs> anyway, let's move forward. So first off, our key this week in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy is take action, make assessment. What we're going to do this week is something different. Most places, when you go for financial advice or budgeting advice, um, they they immediately want to assess your spending. But we're going to go green and we're going to do it in a different way. We do an organic assessment when it comes to our financial uh, lives because there's different things that we're looking for. Remember, this is a biological-based money management program, so we're going to go at things from a different perspective, and what we need to do is catch not the when, or I'm sorry, not the how much, but the when and the why in order to come up with the how to solve our financial challenges, and all of that will make sense when you tune into this week's show, but guess what? It's not going to be here. Or today, you have to tune in to our keys to riches.com episode. You are able to get the show available on this same channel, but you can also get all of the resources involved with the key, including this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item. All you have to do is visit our website at keys to riches.com to get all the resources that go along with this week's key so you can implement the keys to riches financial philosophy in your life right now. So pop on over to the website and take a look at all of the resources for this week's key. And then remember to tune in and listen to Monday's show. So uh, that's it for the key. Uh, So moolah word. Moolah word. Moolah word. Moolah phrase. It's a phrase. It is more than one word. 
And that would be economic growth rate. And the economic growth rate is the pace at which economic growth increases during a given interval. The quantities most commonly used to measure economic growth rate are one, gross national product, and two, gross domestic product. Uh, The growth in gross domestic product is usually a good indication of economic growth, but in an economy for which earnings from overseas are substantial in relation to gross domestic product, it's better to look at gross national product. So domestic means that it was made here. Mm -hmm. Gross national means it was produced by an American company, but may have been manufactured somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so that's why that's a better indicator because, you know, we ship stuff overseas to get done. And so, you know, obviously Trump is trying to stop that, which makes no sense as a businessman why he would do that, because it's just going to make our $2 t-shirts cost 50 bucks now because we can't go get them made the cheapest possible way. But what do I know? I dropped out of college. He's got a plan. Clearly. And it's debatable whether or not it's a good one. But I'm thinking before you're even inaugurated, insulting our major car manufacturers is a problem. Yeah. Just saying, but I don't know. He insulted Ford, right? He and GM. I mean, he's insulted. He's gone after both of them, you know. And I like, and I'm glad that GM came out with a statement saying what we make in in Mexico isn't necessarily for our market here. Yeah, you know. I mean, these are multinational companies. Yeah, you know. I mean, and and for that matter, GM makes more money as a company for the products that they build in China for the Chinese market. They sell more cars in China than they do the U.S. Hmm. Just more people. And and they build it there and they sell it there. They're, they're Chevy products. So it's... Um, he clearly is a cowboy. I'm still not a fan. It's going to take a while. Yeah. I need track record before I can become a fan because I'm still in the position he's a crony capitalist. Yeah. Oh, well, I think you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on, shall we? Since this is not a topic that was for today's topic. Uh, We want to talk to you about the top scams of 2016. Were you able to narrowly avoid these or successfully avoid these from our advice that we give and our up-to-the-minute news and scam alerts at our alternative website, moneycreditandyou.com, where you can receive news and scam alerts, as well as the latest information on data breaches and how to protect yourself against identity theft, frauds, and scams, which goes along with my new book, Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft, Frauds, and Scams. So shall we, what do you think... Well, you already know. Well, at the rate you remember the keys, you, you probably uh-oh. won't remember these. <laughs> uh-oh. She needs my opinion. <laughs> well, I was going to, it was more like a quiz. Oh, that's even worse. It was more like a quiz. She needs my knowledge. She needs my, she needs yes. my brain power. And we did this in an update. So ideally you should know what the top five scams of 2016 are. Am I supposed to remember all your updates verbatim? Well, not verbatim, but like an overview might be nice. The bullet points, perhaps. Oh, boy. What do you think the number one scam was? If you were to take a guess, since you clearly don't remember. There were five different types of scams. You got one of them. ID? No. What? Tax. 
tax. The oh. tax scam. Tax scam. There you was go. Was the number one scam. IRS, of, the IRS. Some uh, guy from Pakistan telling you you, you forgot to pay Yeah, the from IRS. a place you haven't lived in 30 years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So, yeah, so tax scams was number one. But let's go back since you failed the quiz miserably. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> let's reiterate the top five for this audience since uh, uh, they may or may not be listeners to our weekday segment on Terrestrial Radio. So the top five scams of 2016, number five was employment scams. Hmm. And this is a a pretty good one. Um, My housekeeper's daughter actually uh, could have been worse off than what she was, but uh, she was lucky that it was a savvy banker that saved her from becoming a criminal hmm. and uh, an unwitting criminal at that. And that's the employment scam. So typically how it works is there's a generic job description from an online want ad offering a work at home option. All the scammer needs is your contact info, date of birth, social security number, and away they go. Hmm. And we're just conditioned as people when somebody puts an application in front of us, like we feel obligated to complete it. It's just this like, you know, unconscious contract Mm -hmm. we have with others that like when information is requested, we give it up. We don't ask why we don't question. We just Uh submit. So name, address, date of birth, social security number, residence history for the past five years, work employment history for the past five years. We just, Fill it all out. It's that simple. Yeah. Now, in this employment scam that my housekeeper's daughter received, it was uh, not just work from home, but it was, I want you to watch my kids. And they offered her a ridiculous amount of money for the amount of time that she was going to have to watch the kids, like two days a week or whatever. And, and the, um, the, the pay was totally not in line with what it is. Um, so they sent her... A cashier's check for like $3,000. And she's like, wow, this is way more than what we negotiated. And she's like, yeah, well, that's for expenses, travel, gas, that sort of stuff. And so they, and so then she's like, let me know when you received it. So she received it, but her kid was, her kid was sick. And for her, this was an ideal job, right? Because she's already watching one kid. What's adding another one, right? So it was sure. no big deal. And the lady said it was cool that she bring her kid, um, which was just a, a baby toddler kind of thing at that time. And so, um, so they said, let me know when you get it. So once she got the check, you know, she couldn't go deposit it right away, but she let the lady know. And the lady responded, assuming it was a lady on the other end. Yeah. And said, oh, by the way, I'm a little short on cash. So can you wire me, you know, 500 bucks after you cash it? And she was just like, okay, because, you know, she's young, naive. She's like 19 years old, you know, kid out of wedlock, the whole gig. So she's just, you know, real naive. It's a cashier's check. She goes to the bank. It's a bogus cashier's check. And the bank found that out before she... Put it in. Right. So the bank um, said, um, hold on a minute. Like, did the whole bring the bank manager over? Where did you get this? Blah, blah, blah. And she explained what it was for. So they could clearly see that she was a dupe and she wasn't deliberately trying to cash a counterfeit check. And so she's like, okay, well, can I have it back? And they said, no, we're going to keep it. They gave her a Xerox copy of it so I could do my work with it. Yeah. 
and follow up on it and try to flush these people out. Um, what was their tip off? How did they know it was bogus? Um, because it probably didn't have the watermarks and all of that stuff on it, like a check should have, you know, they have all those security features in it. And so whatever, and they never told her what specific security feature failed, but one of them failed. I mean, and when it was Xeroxed, it didn't even look like a real check. So whatever security features are, you know how like sometimes it's cloudy or it's got that, um, that, uh, if you Xerox a check, that's an authentic check, there's stuff that looks invisible, but when it's Xeroxed, it throws up a shadow of some sort of information, like the name of the bank or something like that, some logos. Um, if you've ever Xeroxed a copy of a check, uh, you'll, you, you can tell right away because those security features super stand out. And so whatever the security features were, they didn't stand out, especially because what she brought me did not even really, I mean, it looked like, you know, like artwork of a check, you know, like somebody was making, you know, a graphic for a bank or something, you know, and buy, buy these, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Cashier's checks. And, and like, it looked like it was just like a sample kind uh-huh. of thing. It didn't even look like a real one, uh, but it was all filled out and authorized and whatever. But they verified, they called to verify, I, maybe because it was the value. I don't know. But yeah. uh, in any case, it was a bogus check. And so when she started and the lady never talked to her, kind of like your other scan that you got um, for your consulting work. Yeah, that was, and, that was wild. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, and we should probably do a video update on that too. Uh, yes. So, um, employment scans, you know, you had, you, you received, you potentially received that one. Was, so yeah, that was just insane. And I mean, I fell for it hook, line and sinker. I mean, it took me about three, you know, go rounds with this guy. I mean, he, you know, what was he? He was blind. He was handicapped. <laughs> he, he, was like, he couldn't talk as he was having throat surgery or something. He was, a, he was a music producer who was blind and handicapped and he, and he couldn't call me for some reason, but he wanted to get an hourly rate. And, you know, he just kept trying to get out of me. How much is it going to cost? Give me a figure. And I said, I don't know. I charged by the hour. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. And then you finally figured it out. Yeah, well, and and so that's what you know. You have to be aware of is that like an employment scam can be in all kinds of yeah. ways. Um, and then you know, um, my mentor and NLP coach, as well as past uh, Unlock Your Wealth radio guest Bill Thomason, got the same identical thing. I want to send three people over for some group coaching. Oh, he did? Yeah. He got the same exact scam. Now, I'm going to have them all picked up and just pay my limo driver. So tell the li- tell the listeners why how that scam works because you explained it to me and it was fascinating. Okay. So, so, so they ask – so they create this – uh, persona job opportunity. For and me. yeah, so, so it goes along with the employment scam kind of category. So, so they solicit you for your consulting work or your fee, your, whatever it is whatever that you, you do. do. Yeah. Um, but it's gotta be in this kind of range, like for you as a music producer. So, you know, you bring people in and then you build by the hour, the same thing with coaching, you know, sometimes they're packages, but mostly it's build by the hour kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a, along the lines of a consulting style or a service business. So it's not like physical products they're trying to scam. And so they solicit you for your work and 
they never have any intention of bringing anybody here, but they want you to give them a number so they can come up with a fee so they can send you these bogus certified checks. And then they say, oh, by the way, can you like my limo driver requires a cash payment when I when he comes, can you give him the cash payment and, and, and then I'll take care of you on the backside. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. And so a limo driver shows up, takes your cash, but nobody's here for the recording contract. Nobody's here for the coaching thing. You know, the limo guy just drops by because he's going to get prepaid for the trip. And that's how it works, you know, and, and that's a local thing. And I mean, the same guy could have been contacting you as well as, as Bill. And, and so, and just like here with my housekeeper's daughter, um, she, uh, when she contacted the person to say, Hey, they want, the bank took the check. They wouldn't cash it like, and nothing radio silence. Yeah. 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 After that, it was just done and over with. Now, I, w- I would imagine that happens nine times out of ten. The bank sees a, fo- a phony check and pulls the plug. Right. Well, but not necessarily because if they think that you're the one that counterfeited it and is trying to cash it, they want you to go to jail for it. Oh, I see. So they might hook you in. See, they could tell. That's why the bank manager came out and asked her, like, hey, what's going on with this? Because she's never made a deposit at her bank for that amount of money. Okay. You know what I mean? She's typically gotten payroll checks and, you know, by the week stuff or, or cash deposits. And this was clearly above and beyond the standard for her account. So that always raises a red flag, you know, and a bank in your terms of service reserves the right to, um, to, uh, put a hold on a check that you deposit. If it's outside of your normal stuff, if it's not a payee that you're usually, yeah. uh, or a payor that you're usually receiving money from, you know, and, and there's like, it's like, a, just like, you know, your own personal financial thermostat, you know, like you're comfortable, like buying groceries in a certain price range, or you're comfortable eating out at a certain price range. And that's normal for you. And the more money you have, the more money you spend. And so everybody's financial thermostat is different and a bank can track that. You know, if you typically spend 30 to $50 going out on meals and all of a sudden three, $400 bills from top line restaurants start coming through your credit card, your credit card company is going to raise a red flag and say, Hey, wait a minute. This is another zero compared to what we're used to seeing. Is this you? So, so there's all these protections that are put in place. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to begin to protect your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So moving right along... Number four are online purchase scams, um, offers for sale of non-existent or counterfeit goods. And I just saw another alert come from, I don't know if it was the Better Business Bureau. I I have a bunch of different feeds of the FTC directly. Uh, But Amazon is starting to have big problems with their third-party retailers. Um, And there was a big article, Wall Street Journal, actually, because an actual reporter and contributor to the Wall Street Journal 
got scammed on Christmas presents and he was left holding the bag. It wasn't financially detrimental. It was emotionally disappointing that he couldn't present loved ones with the presents that he thought he bought. And so he enumerated how that all goes down. And so when you buy something with Amazon and you're a third party reseller, meaning you ship and you ship yourself, they don't do the fulfillment. You cannot receive payment for that item until you put it, until the product or package is in transit, meaning it's been shipped. And so the, and that's when they release the funds, when you click on the, it's been shipped type of thing. But what these retailers are doing so they can get their payment because of this lag time is they're putting a two to three week delivery window as if it's coming from somewhere, some other country. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and so that's how they get away with it, because you are not expecting that item for a while. You might even forget about it. That's happened to me because I like really cool, trendy cell phone cages. I'm a gadget girl, like my new phone. So I just had to get my new skull case. (laughs) Sons of anarchy. Yeah, that's me. Daughters of Anarchy. That's more like me. (laughs) And uh, so, well, yeah, but you know, you go to a a regular retail outlet or heaven forbid you actually buy a cell phone case at the store. They're like 30, 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, they're a lot of money. But this less than 10 bucks if I have patience to wait for it to be shipped from China. And that's cool like because it tells you that it's coming from a foreign country yeah. and it takes two or three weeks. But, you know, and so I'm like, OK, cool. I don't care that I have to wait. I just want the cool case. So right. it's OK with me. I mean, I could if I had to have it today, you know, like I could always pay for the expedited shipping. But to get the deal or whatever, the free shipping on Amazon, I just click whatever. Yeah, and so then it's like a little surprise in the mail three weeks later because exactly. I've clearly forgotten You've about forgotten it because it was, it, you right. know, because, you know, they make the recommendations. Oh, impulse purchase. Oh, new cell phone case. Oh, it's my favorite color. Click. Oh, it's got skulls on it. Click. I got to have it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a nominal fee, like, you know, eight, 10 bucks. I'm cool with that. I could do eight, 10 bucks. Yeah. So, uh, so then when it comes, it's like, I'm pleasantly surprised. I forgot that I ordered it by that time, you know, cause I've ordered so many other things. I've never had an issue with Amazon personally. I've had other issues, but never not receiving merchandise. I've had, you know, the stupid delivery people who are tired and they act like they delivered it and they mark it saying like, I'll be sitting there waiting for the package, you know? And, uh, I used to live in a building that had 24 hour security. So they can't say that they knocked on the door and nobody answered and they couldn't leave it. Right. They just were lazy and didn't deliver. Cause I went out the one time I'm like, I was like, who wasn't standing out here? They're like, we've been out here the whole time. I talked to the valet guys. I talked to the security yeah, guys yeah, yeah. and they're like, nobody's come by. And I'm like, okay. And so I had to call and complain to some of these services, but, but only because of lazy drivers, you know, trying right. to act like they did their work and they're like, oh, I'll hurry up and do it in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But not because that it was like a bait and switch or that they never came. But these are things that we have to worry about is buying, you know, thinking that we're buying online goods or thinking that we're buying a resale Louis Vuitton or some designer handbag only to find that somebody ships us some like really crappy counterfeit of whatever it is. Yeah. So that was our number four scam. Uh, our number three scam are uh, phone sweepstakes. So while these other scams work on the move away from 
value system that we have. And, and I'll, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Thanks for stopping by. We are a biology-based money management show. And so we understand the dynamic that goes on mentally before any rational thought can occur. We have instinctive uh, processes and emotional processes that go on before we can have logical thought. And our two basic drives in life are towards pleasure and away from pain. And as long as we're not in pain, we may not necessarily chase that carrot dangling from the stick, but we will always move away from pain. We have a natural negativity bias. So we always move away from pain. And so the calls to action in these scams that deal with painful stuff, like it's a bill collector coming after something, or it's uh, they're threatening you with jail time or whatever it might be, that move away from, I already got enough problems in my life, I don't need one more, and you'll fall for the scam. Yeah. But this one's different. So that's why I was surprised it made number three. But sweepstakes scam. So this is the windfall that you've been waiting for. And the way these sweepstakes scams work, they play on your need to get rich quick. Like, and especially if you are mired in debt, if you are living hand to mouth, then this is the call that you're going to be suckered on. Yeah, this is the one for you. Yes, sir. Yes, indeedy. And you can have that million dollars if you just pay 2000 in taxes. And by the way, go get like a prepaid debit card and send it to me <laughs> or meet me at Walmart and buy a green dot card oh, and, and I'll make sure that you get your taxes paid for and then you can get your windfall. Your payments will start immediately. So, uh, yeah, so this was number three on the list and which is surprising to me because it's not a typical scam. You know what I mean? Uh, It's not a typical scam that we would necessarily fall for because if our life doesn't suck, yeah, it could get better. But if we have to pay taxes or whatever, we're not likely going to chase that deal. Yeah. But uh, um, so I'm surprised that it went that high. Yeah. Uh, Number two. On our scam list. Uh oh. My, there we go. <laughs> My screensaver, like, login oh, code came up. Well, yeah, because, you know, I have confidential customer information, so I can't, so I have the, my phone totally locked down with like eight layers of protection. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Well, we wouldn't want, you know, especially all those inappropriate photos I have of people that I'm blackmailing currently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want those going away either. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, So uh, number two on the list are fake debt collectors. Now, this is a tricky one uh, for a couple of different reasons. Uh, So first off, you know, this is a move away from scam for sure. And as a move away from scam, uh, we're going to hurry up and pay it because we don't want bad credit, the fear of bad credit. Or like when they threaten you uh, with arrest or a warrant or whatever, like you're just going to start writing checks, buying cards, sending money, wiring, doing whatever. But the bigger problem with these is if it is a legitimate debt collector, but you don't owe it, it could be your red flag to check your credit because you might be a victim of identity theft. So it could be valid, but not yours. So we can't just dismiss it totally. If you get one of those debt collector scams, for a debt you know you don't owe, then don't think, oh my God, did I forget about this? I was kind of wasted in my college years. Is it coming back to haunt me from a few years back? I blew off a lot of credit card back then, you know? And so you just question it, and, 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 but not enough. 
Like it's raises suspicions, but you want to make it go away because it's painful. Mm -hmm. So we stroke the check. But if that does happen to you, you want to make sure that you're paying attention to that and that you're addressing it. And then of course, our top scam was the IRS scam, and it came in a variety of formats, but most of the time they threatened you with jail time. Yeah. Uh, so moving forward, here's what we have to pay attention to. So the FTC has outlawed any debt collection company or bill collector to use or to ask you to use these prepaid debit cards or gift cards to pay off your debts. Uh Okay. So you will not be asked for that. However, as a result of this, these scammers have altered their tactics. And now what they're doing is they're having you buy iTunes cards. So iTunes cards are not trackable. And once you give them, they're gone and they can be resold for cash. People can discount those. So th- those are, that's the new thing to watch for, for 2017 is, is this, this new way of payment is saying, oh, well, you could just buy an iTunes card. Hmm. I mean, it's just ridiculous because if I'm a businessman and you owe me money, I want my cash. I don't want no iTunes card. Yeah. I don't even like Apple products. Yeah. yeah no, you're not an iKid. <laughs> I am not an iKid. I would have to give it to you or Carrie yeah. before I would ever use it. And uh, our latest breaking scam, by the way, if you are a WhatsApp chat messaging service user, you want to pay attention to this update. Um, and you can check out our YouTube channel at Heather Wagonhalls TV because uh, this uh, people are now sending attachments that have viruses that are stealing your banking information. But for more details, please visit our YouTube channel, uh, Heather Wagonhalls TV, or visit our website at moneycreditandyou.com so you can get the latest scam alerts and information on data breaches and hacks so you can protect your financial future right now. Thanks so much for stopping by. For more great use resources, please visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2017 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Unlock Your Wealth.